Hey babes, welcome to another episode of Heal and Thrive After Heartbreak, hosted by yours truly, Alexander Eva May. On this show, we get real about healing after heartbreak and thriving on the other side. Hey Heartbreak Warriors, so happy you're here again for another episode uh, on with me on the show, <laughs> all about healing and thriving after heartbreak, uh, after your breakup, after your divorce, getting over the person and moving on into your amazing next chapter. And this episode today is truly inspirational. It's going to really inspire you to move forward. This person I'm talking to today is just so amazing. I told her, I think throughout the episode, maybe, I'm not sure. Uh, I haven't listened to the interview back. I'm just recording the intro and then I'll listen to it. But um, for sure after I said, hey, like I would love if you speak somewhere, I told her, if you go and you do some inspirational um, speeches, like a TED talk, like I will be the first one to buy tickets. She just was so inspiring to me uh, when I was listening to her. And I just think everyone needs to hear this amazing person. Uh, I think that she needs, like she has a big platform already, but I think her platform needs to explode because everybody needs to hear her speak. She's just so inspiring. And so I am so excited to bring this episode to you today for you to hear this interview and be inspired. On the episode today with me is Keisha Prince. Keisha comes from very humble beginnings, but through the grace of God, hard work, and perseverance, she has been able to pursue her dreams and walk in her purpose. She went from growing up on public assistance in the ghettos of Detroit, Michigan, to becoming a college graduate, personal stylist, motivational speaker, and divorce coach after healing from her own divorce. She was able to make sweet lemonade out of the lemons she was given on her journey. Keisha started saying, keep pressing pretty as an affirmation to herself and then turned it into a fashion blog and a styling service. Keep pressing pretty has grown to become a source of support and inspiration for women to encourage and heal themselves after dealing with trauma to restore their mental health. Keisha is on a mission to helping women reinvent themselves from the inside out. She is always on a quest for peace, joy, happiness, and finding ways to empower herself and others. She can be found on Instagram talking about healing and restoring her inner woman while slaying and looking fabulous with her style and fashion. Keisha enjoys writing, traveling, relaxing by the water, shopping, watching movies, and hanging out with friends and family. Out of everything she has done in her life, she is most proud of being a mom to a beautiful daughter. And after you listen to the interview, Keisha would love to hear from you. And you can connect with her on her website at keeppressinpretty.com and it's linked below or chat with her on Instagram and Facebook at keeppressinpretty, also linked below. I am so excited for today. I've got an amazing guest with me. She is a best-selling author. She is just a plain badass. <laughs> I'm so excited that Keisha Prince is with me today. Hi, Keisha. Hi, how are you? I'm great. Thank you. How are you doing today? I am wonderful. I can't complain. Amazing. So can you give the listeners a short summary of kind of your background and yeah, what, what brought you here? So I am, um, just a, just the average everyday girl. I like to say, um, I was born and raised in Detroit, Michigan. I had, um, I come from very humble beginnings. Uh, we were, poor, but we didn't know we were poor. We were, we were rich in love and spirit and, um, care, but we were literally poor, 
But through that, I was able to um, work hard and I was able to um, find out what I wanted in life. And when I was 24 years old, I got married and Mm -hmm. I had my child and I was married for 17 years and I ended up getting a divorce. Um, so a lot of, a large chunk of my life was with another individual. And for the most part, we tried to, um, do right by our family, do right by my daughter, build a life with one another. And, you know, through a lot of ups and downs, like any other marriage, um, it, it didn't survive the downs. Mm -hmm. And so I, end up divorcing in 2020 and it was very devastating. It was heartbreaking. It was, um, a catastrophe, um, for lack of better words, but, um, and it was during the time of the, the, the start of the pandemic, Mm -hmm. which made it even more traumatic because we didn't know what was going to go on in the world. And you couldn't go out your house. You had to wear a mask everywhere, had to wear gloves everywhere. So it was just, it was a lot on top of a lot on top of a lot. I was going to, um, yeah, I was going to say, I haven't had anyone on the show yet that went through a split during the pandemic at all. So I, I bet you there's other people listening. Cause I think a lot from, from my end, I've heard of a lot of people that actually went through a split during the pandemic. I think it caused a lot of things for people or things came up. Um, so how did, do you think that added kind of to the whole, like, how did that add, I guess, to your heartbreaker healing? Cause that's interesting. I didn't know that that's when you guys split up. Well, you know what? Let me go back a little bit further. As far as introducing myself, I am, um, I have a degree in integrated leadership and, mm. um, I love putting on programs and conferences, um, to help people, um, um, cultivate their image, cultivate mm-hmm. themselves and be the change they want to see in the world. So I do like to help people all the way around, even before I was um, in the midst of getting a divorce and after divorce and all of that. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I think I'm the type of person where I just want to see people win and I want to teach people how to take um, bad situations and flip them around and turn them into good situations. I love that. Um, getting to the point where we were in the midst of that pandemic and, um, it, it took an extra toll on what might've been just an ordinary, you know, divorce. Um, it was so, I can't even put words to it because you go through every emotion known to man, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? At some point you actually think you're going crazy. Like you're losing your mind. That's so true. true. Oh my God. (laughs) Plus I had to live with the individual that I was getting the divorce from. Right. So you have to see him every day. That's a whole nother story. (laughs) (laughs) So yes, it was, it made it that much worse. Mm -hmm. So I have a question uh, with knowing you split up during the pandemic and just divorce in general. How did you heal after that heartbreak? What are some things you did to help yourself get through all of that? Um, I think for me, 
the way I was able to find healing was to look um, inward. You know, it's so much chaos. It was so much chaos going on around me. And I had to also look up instead of looking forward. If that makes sense. Like Mm. I had to look my, my, I have, I'm big on faith. Mm. And so I had to really dig deep within myself and find my purpose, find the reason why I was still here because everything was wrapped up in, um, my child and my husband. Right. Mm -hmm. And being that wife, being that mother, I was going to school full time throughout my marriage uh, pretty much. And, um, I was, um, working on different businesses. So I was caught up in so many things, but I think my healing came when I was able to look within myself and look to God and say, Lord, why do you still have me here? And, flush everything else out the way. Yes, I was going through a divorce. Yes, my family was going uh, breaking up, but I had to get to the point where I realized it's not the end of the world. Like you will have to move on, right? Mm-hmm. So immediately um, when we decided to dissolve everything, I, I put myself in counseling and I had to work on my mind, work on my spirit, Um, Because I knew that I was going to have to be strong for the woman I was going to become. I love that. I knew I had to garner all the strength that I needed because trouble don't last always. And Mm -hmm. so it's not about how you are, who you are in it is how you're going to get through it. That's how I, I, I believe. So it took a lot of faith. It took a lot of prayer. It took a lot of surrounding myself with people that loved me, that wanted the best for me. Um, but I would tell your listeners, it's not easy. Mm-hmm. It's I, not easy. I really appreciate that you brought up your faith because for me, when I was going through my split, my faith, it was like a, a double-edged sword. My faith kept me, or it made me think that I was going to go to hell because I was getting a divorce. And I had to work through that. That took so, like a solid six months until I got to a place where, no, I'm not going, <laughs> I'm not going there, but it also helped me heal. Like you mentioned, yes. so I'm really happy you brought that up. And so many people, if you're listening, going through heartbreak, like turn to your faith, if you're in that dark place, it can really help. So what through this, all this healing, what lessons did you learn that you would like to share? Maybe your top two or three with people listening. I would say my number one lesson was finding out who I was. You know, we evolve over time. Over time, uh, we grow, but we don't really know our full potential unless we are under pressure. Mm-hmm. And that amount of pressure that I was under, it um, it, it burst something in me. Um, I'm already an ambitious person. Um, so, but what this taught me was you are capable more than you think you are. Um, I, my goal was to purchase a home. Mm -hmm. I had already purchased a home, family home with my husband and all of that. Um, but I didn't want to go into a rental and then go into another rental and, um, the rental fees go up and (laughs) it's just so unstable and Mm -hmm. being a newly single mother, being a newly single woman, I wanted security. I wanted a garage. I wanted, you know, certain amenities that I, and the first thing, 
you think about like, how are you going to do that? You go on for two incomes to one, you know, all these different things. And you automatically tell yourself, you can't do that. Like, what are you thinking? That's so many women. That's so, you know, like, come on. And, 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 you know, when I talk to people about it, that's why you shouldn't talk to people about it. (laughs) The first thing they say is how you going to do that. And they start giving you all the things that you can't do. And why would you set the bar that high? Why don't you just go into a rental property and then when you get get enough money, then you go into this. And so, um, but at the end of the day, I was able to get a deed two months after my divorce. That that is amazing. That's so great. Congrats. Like that's so great. Yeah. So, you know what? I think it's just the focus. You know, I took my eyes off my situation and I put it on my future self. And when I dream big about my future self, oh my God, I was getting so excited, Alex. It was like, oh my God, I can do this. I can show up in these rooms. I can save this amount of money. You know, I can actually, you know, afford this. I didn't even realize what I can afford. But when I took, I disciplined myself so hard. I sacrificed so much. And I said, I'm not going to, I'm not going to buy this. I'm not going to entertain myself with movies and all of that. I put myself on such a strict budget. I was just eating every day. That's pretty much it. I had no entertainment, no nothing. Yeah. And then through my discipline, because I put myself to task to be that disciplined. I think God blessed those efforts. He's saying that I was, I was willing to put in a hundred percent. He just opened up so many doors. Once I buckled down and said, this is the goal. And this is what we're aiming for. And I was so determined. That's one thing you, you want your listeners to, um, to know, to be determined to be great, be determined to be good after your divorce. Don't think about what you can't do. Don't think about what the naysayers, don't think about your doubters. Think about your future self in a way that the sky is the limit. This is a new beginning. I would, for everyone listening, like we are on a Zoom call right now. So I'm looking at Keisha and I wish you could see her. Like, I want to say, you should be a motivational speaker. You what? should go to talk. You're super inspiring and motivating. I'm just sitting here like, tell me more. Like, I'm, like, <laughs> I'm, I'm past my heartbreak, but you are motivating me. I oh, wish everyone could you, see Alex. Right now. No, seriously. I get excited because this is, you know what? I get Where's so Ted excited X? about Ted this. talk. <laughs> Sorry, sorry, go on. I get so excited about this because it's like, if God can do it for me, he can do it for anybody. You know what I'm saying? I'm no more special than anybody. I just put in the work. I'm literally getting chills. Like like you're giving me chills. So on that note, can you, um, okay. You know what? I'm going to ask you first. What are some tips you have for other people for how they, how they can thrive after a split? And then I'm going to ask you how you thrive. So first the tips for others, and then how did you thrive? So the tips for others, I would say, put yourself in counseling right away. Find you a good counselor. This is after divorce, before divorce, find a good lawyer, but after divorce. Yeah, seriously. Everybody (laughs) goes serious. (laughs) So after divorce, find yourself a good counselor. And I would say stay in counseling 
um, for the long haul because the counseling is going to not only help you recover after divorce, but it's going to also help you become the best person you can be after divorce. It's going to, uh, it might bring up childhood issues and everything, but know that all of those things is cultivating a better you, right? Mm -hmm. So, and then do a lot of self-care. Self-care is so important because self-care is going to get your mind off your past, Mm-hmm. Your past is what is um, keeping you hostage. But what you do is self-care can be a, a good bath every night. Uh, it could be a walk. It can be a good movie that you was not a binge or movies you haven't seen. Anything that is going to renew and rejuvenate your mind is and your heart is so mm-hmm. important. Um, I would say surround yourself with positive energy at all times. Yeah. Um, you know, they so say for anybody listening, go follow Keisha because she is a positive <laughs> force. Like, seriously, <laughs> we'll throw all her Instagram down at the end and I'll put it in the show notes, but you definitely need to follow her and grab her book. But we'll talk about that later. But keep going, surround yourself with positive people, like, go surround on. yourself <laughs> with positive people at all times. Um, people that keep you laughing, people to keep you motivated, um, people that's going to constantly encourage you. I actually, um, talk to myself every day and I'm not crazy, (laughs) but I give myself affirmations, affirmations, affirmations. If you are a religious person, if you are a highly spiritual person, whatever it is that is going to motivate you, the Bible, whatever you are into, use those things to indoctrinate yourself because what after divorce, it's almost like you have to reprogram yourself from your past self. Yeah. Cause your past self was a wreck. Yeah, so your true. past self was trying to hold on to something, or your past self was so broken that you didn't see how you were going to pick up the pieces. The, your past self couldn't see the light for the end of the tunnel. So your past self is what you're trying to, or your future self is what you're trying to get to. Mm-hmm. But you have to let go of those past hurts and pains and traumas. And so by you telling yourself those affirmations, you are re-indoctrinating yourself and renewing your mind and rejuvenating yourself to know that this is a new day. I'm moving forward. This is new beginning. Um, you know, I don't have to be hostage to whatever happened to me, but I can be free. I can be free. Yes. And that that's what I would tell people as the three tidbits. But in terms of myself, those are, those are the things I did for myself. Everything that I'm telling you, I had to do for me. Everything that's in my book, I did for myself over and beyond. I mean, I was in overdrive because I was so determined to heal Mm -hmm. because I was, it was a bet that I wouldn't. So many people was counting against me. So many people thought that I wouldn't be able to do it on my own. And I'm a competitive person. Yeah. I compete against myself. Like, okay, what can I do next? (laughs) (laughs) And everybody was looking at me, you know, some people was looking at me crazy because I even wrote this book because it's like, okay. All those people. You you can't get over it. Like, but it's not, it's not even about that. I wanted my pain to be flipped into my purpose. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I have a chapter in the book called superpower and everybody has it in them. Everybody has a superpower where they can turn a negative into a positive. Yeah. 
And that's what I did. I turned my my struggle into a strategy. I turned my pain into a purpose. I turned my trauma into a, a, a you know something triumphant. I turned my testimony into I mean my test into a testimony. I was able to use what God put in me that intrinsic power to be able to look at things, look at the glass half full Mm -hmm. and be able to flip whatever it is that happened to me. How can I flip this to help somebody else get through? That's it. And so when you, when you begin to walk and live in your purpose, that's a part of your healing. Mm -hmm. That's a part of your healing because you are able to help somebody else. This is not, you know, I don't want to be selfish with what God gave to me. I want to be able to spread it and say, hey, if he can do it for me, he can do it for you. That is beautiful. And I'll just say it again. Like you need to start a YouTube series and I will watch your motivational talks. I am not kidding. <laughs> like you're so inspiring. Thank so, you. <laughs> I'm glad you brought up your book and we have touched on it a little bit. Um, can you tell everybody what inspired you to write this book? You've kind of touched on it, but what kind of was the inspiration in putting this book out there? And also, can you tell them the name of the book and where they can find it um, yes. sort of right now? And then we'll mention it again at the end. So my book is Keep Pressing Pretty. It's a guide on how to slay from the inside out and Keep Pressing Pretty. The title, it was inspired by, it was one of my affirmations. So it was uh, a period in my life that I felt so down and out and I felt like nothing was going right for me. And this was even before um, I got a divorce. And um, so I started, I said, what can I use um, to motivate me? I need something to motivate me. Mm -hmm. And so I started a um, fashion blog. And so the fashion blog, I said, you know, I want to make myself because I love fashion. I love styling. That's another thing um, that I do. I style uh, a personal stylist. And so Keep Pressing Pretty, that all came around the same time. And I named that blog Keep Pressing Pretty. And so after that, it was some situations that happened that I use keep pressing pretty. I would tell myself that all the time, keep pressing pretty, just keep pressing pretty. And so the book was inspired by me recovering after divorce and healing. It was basically just me journaling my my story, journaling my life, right? And so... I said, what could I name this book? Because I knew I knew I wanted to write a book, but the divorce kind of like, um, it, it threw me, it, it catapulted me. It kind of like threw me in the deep end, like this is it, <laughs> right? And so, it, so the Keep Pressing Pretty was just like, boom. That, that's what you got to name the book, Keep Pressing Pretty. So, and then the slave from the inside out, I am, I love fashion. I love styling people. I love when other people look good. I love when I make other people look good. So you're going to have to style me one of these days. Anyway. Yes. <laughs> and, and I would love to see, that's another thing too. That's a part of my ministry. It's like, after you recover a new wardrobe always makes oh. you feel like you can conquer the world, right? Yes. When you yeah. look good, you feel good and everything. So that was in that show. Did you ever watch What Not to Wear with uh, uh, 
Stacey and Clinton on TLC. No, it was back, I think 10 or 15 years ago. And it was these two stylists. And that was their big thing that a wardrobe can totally change how you feel about yourself. Change your whole outlook on life. And so, um, so as I was writing the book and I I was, I was going through the healing process of after divorce and all of that. And God worked on me in terms of you slay so good on the outside, but you're so broken and damaged on the inside. And, and I said, that was a hard pill to swallow because you never, it's hard to introspect. You know, it's always mm-hmm. easy to see what's going on the outside, but you don't really sit still enough to self-evaluate, to actually notice what's really going on. So when I was in therapy, a lot of things came out in terms of my childhood, um, of course, a divorce and all these other things that I hadn't dealt with. And so that's why I say it's, it's easy to slay on the outside, the external, but you slay even better when the internal match the external. A lot of a lot of us just put on mask every day. Yeah. Right. And so this divorce is almost like God opened up Pandora's box for me. It was like, okay, we're gonna deal with the divorce, but it's so many other things because the ultimate goal was to be a better woman. It wasn't to be better after divorce. It was just to be a better woman all the way around. Right. Yeah, because it, yes, because when God elevates you and open up different doors, he wants you to be a well-rounded individual. Right. He wants mm-hmm. you to be spiritually sound, naturally sound, um, financially sound, everything. He wants everything to be in balance. And so he I needed to get all of those cobwebs that was lurking in me. He wanted to flush all of that stuff out. And he said, Keisha, you're going to be so much better, not just for you, but so many to the people you're going to meet. You're going to be so much better for them because you're going to be able to show them that healing is not just, um, you know, just in one area on on this area, that area. But it's, it's so many things that we need to heal from. And the divorce was just the door to open all those other doors up. Yeah. So I imagine a lot of that's in your book. I imagine it's all kind of there. And um, I don't know if you know, but I we're kind of similar. I went from blog to book as well. So there you go. I don't actually know a lot of um, authors that started say with use their blog as a big kind of jumping point to their book. So it's kind of neat. Uh, so Keisha, can you, do you have anything, any last words kind of for the listeners about healing, about thriving, anything else you'd like to add? And then you can tell everybody where they can find you and find your amazing book. And it's so good. If you haven't gotten it yet, you need to go pick it up right now. You need to head over and grab it. But yeah, any last words before you let people know where they can find you? Um, what I would tell people is let your goal be thrive and not just to survive. You don't want to just exist. You want to be able to take whatever you're going through and turn it into something that's going to help somebody else. Because I don't believe we go through anything for um, just for no reason. I think we all go through things and we have a purpose behind why we go through it. We just have to find what that purpose is. And I believe that um, you are going to help so many people whoever you are out there, but you have to believe that 
life is not over after divorce. You have to believe that, you know, you are so much more than just a wife. You are so much more than just a mother. You are an individual with a purpose. And um, also, I am a, a newly um, divorced coach. So post-divorce, I help you how to give you steps on how to heal and how to rebuild and how to thrive. And um, I believe that is what God has placed me here for in this space and time. And I would love to help any individual out there who is going through right now. And I can tell you, I know your pain. I feel your pain. And I can help you and care and, and hold your hand through it. Um, and it's possible. Your healing, your um, breakthrough, your recovery it is possible. Yes. I love that. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Scream that from the rooftops. Yes. <laughs> so Keisha, can you tell everybody where they can find you on social media, where they can find your book, all of the ways? So you can find me on all of the um, social media platforms right now. I'm on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook at Keep Pressing Pretty. You can find my book on amazon.com. Just uh, type in Keep Pressing Pretty. And also you can find it on my website at keeppressingpretty.com. It is just as simple as that. Um, and you and on my um my website, keeppressingpretty.com, you can find where I do um events. Um, I do styling. Um, I do, um, divorce coaching. So there you go. So if someone wants to uh, hire you as a divorce coach, should they head to your website or, uh, can they reach out on Instagram or is it just yeah. the website? That's one of my services, my website. Perfect. Okay. Mm -hmm. And all of those ways as well, all of those links are in the show notes just to make it even easier for you to reach out to Keisha and follow her. And you should, I'm so inspired. <laughs> I think I said this is the fourth time now. Thank so everybody you. go follow her, buy her book, support this amazing woman. And thank you for listening to another episode. Thank you, Keisha, for being here with us. Thank you. Thank you, Alex. Thank you for having me and God bless all your listeners. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the show. I love that you're here with us. If it wasn't mentioned in the episode, you can connect with me on Instagram at the Alexander Eva May. It is linked below in the show notes. Um, grab my book. If I haven't mentioned it in the episode, <laughs> I probably did, but you can grab my book, Her Awakening. It's on Amazon. It's a bestseller. So go get it and tune in every other Tuesday. We have a new episode and thank you for being here. Go have a beautiful week and catch you next time.